Imagine yourself alone, with a small group of your closest friends at the center of a suspension bridge, looking hundreds of feet down into the ravine below. One by one, your friends jump. No parachute, no bungee cord, no apparent reason. But you are there. You did walk to the center. These are your friends. So after everyone else has jumped, would you? Today on Important Question, me, Caleb J. Ross, and... Me, Gordon Highland. Ask the stereotypical mother question, if all your friends jumped off a bridge, would you? Good impression. Thanks. Yeah, you know my mom well. Yeah, uh, and mine. This is kind of a combination. <laughs> it's really weird. Hey, maybe, maybe they're the same person. Hmm, that would Aww. be really weird. I grew up an only child, and this would be thoroughly depressing to learn this news. <laughs> I'm not inviting you to my bridge jumping off party. So uh, I, I thought this was a fun question because it's a it, it's a slight deviation from our standard, uh, you know, fuck a corpse, uh, you know, uh, murder, <laughs> uh, murder something. I can't even remember. I'm sure that was in there in one of murder the murder something. Yeah, that's that's episode Mur- twenty twenty three. Yeah, <laughs> or it's a Limp uh, biscuit song. I'm not sure which. <laughs> Either way, it's terrible. So we, I thought it was a good a good question because uh, it's it's sort of a little lighthearted, but at the same time, I think it gets at at something that we're all very familiar with, and that's the idea of comparing yourself to your friends uh, and, and doing what your friends do, going along with sort of the uh, the, the mentality of those those around you. So um, it's a fun question to explore, and I'd like to do that right now, right away. Let's ask. Uh, let's go on the count of three. Would you or would you not jump off of a bridge? One, two. Three, yes. No. See, see how I waited for you to go first and then gave my answer? Uh, that was like so a meta thing for my you're, experience you're the on the bridge. You're jackass who's going to wait until everyone else has jumped <laughs> off. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get into that in a bit. <laughs> no, so, I would not. Uh, I, I've, I thought about this a lot, actually, in, in a oh. weird way, because <laughs> not jumping off of oh. a bridge, but, you know, if, if I had a, a collection of friends there. And I've always come back to the same response, and that is, if all of my friends have a good reason to do it, I should at least entertain the idea of of jumping off of the bridge. Why are they doing it? There's got to be a good reason, right? Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, the only reason I can think of is if my friends include the likes of, say, Caleb J. Ross. <laughs> well, I'm a follower, as we've learned here already. So yeah. if you're not if you're not willing to make that jump, then I guess I'm not either. I uh, I, I think there's a, there's another aspect to this that. If you have that many friends, so I, I do in, in a little bit want to get into the idea of mob mentality or herd mentality, which is one of the first places my head went when this conversation uh, was started. <laughs> and uh, the last place is the surface of the water. <laughs> water. Oh, you see, now you're thinking more than I am. I was thinking oh. concrete straight away. Oh, that adds a little twist to it. Yeah, we'll, well get into that. if it's water, of course you jump, right? I no, mean, no, no, not necessarily. Oh, really? No. All right. We'll get into it. So my thinking is that the it's it's really, it's, it's with the phrasing, if all of your friends decided to do this because maybe I'm I'm just sort of a loner, but to me it doesn't seem as though most people would have a lot of friends all that, that would have all of the friends that would necessitate the phrase all of your friends. You know, people I think in general have you know one really good, maybe two really good friends, and then after that you're sort of just accomplices uh, in various various scenarios. In I your like life. that. So I like that. Accomplices. If 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 all of if you have more friends that are around and they're all sort of egging you to jump into jump into this uh, into the water in your case or hard onto the concrete in my case, I I would say that no or I would say uh, in that case probably not I, I would question but if it's just me and my two closest friends and there's a reason for it I, I would be willing to listen to their reason. So the the closeness of the friendship is more uh, compelling to you than necessarily the the quantity of people who are doing it or the percentage of people that are doing it. Oh yeah, I mean, there's, there's, uh, 
you know, tons of people who run marathons every year. No fuck, no fucking way would I do that. So right. I mean, <laughs> good to have you your know. priorities straight here. Right. But if I had two really good friends who were like, you know what, we're going to run a marathon. You should run a marathon with me. I'd say, uh, sure. I mean, I don't know if it's being supportive <laughs> and, it, and to really relay that to the uh, to the comparison of jumping off a bridge. Maybe I just want to support my friends. You know, they, they really want to jump off this bridge for some reason. I I should help them. I, I also think that would make for a terribly boring podcast episode. <laughs> if all of your friends ran a marathon, would you? <laughs> it's a marathon off of a bridge. How's that? Oh, you're right. Yeah. A one step <laughs> marathon. Uh, the the uh, the college that I went to had a had a famous St. Patrick's Day parade that was one step. <laughs> and then just drinking after that? Yeah, it was right or outside before, the bar. That's, that's true. Yeah. Wow. That's the kind of marathon I could do. So, but, you know, it's one step marathon, but also one step off a bridge. Um, or, oh, wait, here we go. Are we are we drunk before jumping off of this bridge or not jumping off of this oh, bridge? Oh, God. Yeah, because that, that could change. I mean. That can probably change really the answer to all of these questions we've had right. on this podcast. Are we stoned or drunk or influenced? Because <laughs> in, in that instance, yeah, if if that were a factor, then it's hard to say. It's maybe 30%, 40%. Same thing. Another reason that I thought that I might, even though my answer is no, is if uh, maybe I was part of a cult, had been brainwashed into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Or That's- keeping along the brainwashing thing, the religious aspect, if there's uh, the promise of, of an afterlife that I believe in, or I'm going to get my 70 some odd virgins or whatever, you know, that if I believe that, which I don't in any case, um, that could influence things. It seems as though it would be it's it's doing a disservice to your own personal growth to immediately dismiss anything that seems inherently or or initially offensive or wrong in some degree. And, and the reason why I'm sort of uh, bridging that with, with religion is that, uh, you know, f- I'm not a religious person, but for me to immediately say there's no such thing as God or religion is stupid without actually exploring the idea or trying to understand it is doing a disservice. And I think that's the same mentality here with jumping off a bridge as with anything, you know, would you jump off this bridge? Well, help me understand yes or no. Uh, hey, do you want to try this hamburger that that uh, that it's really good? Well, I don't normally eat hamburgers, but yeah, sure, I want to try it. Now, I understand eating a hamburger and jumping off a bridge are two different things, but in the grander scheme of, of, will, of, of a willingness to understand the mentality of people who are engaging these activities, I think is, is important to, to consider. Yeah, because if you think about it, I mean, there was someone had to be the first person to tug on a cow's udder and decide to drink whatever came out of it. <laughs> and how many times did they try the bull before they got to the cow? <laughs> I'm going to guess once. Yeah. <laughs> they only you can only get gored so many times before that throws you right off that that whole that whole path. I don't know if I was a, maybe that's a question. If you were a cow, would you be willing to be jerked off by a farmer? Because uh, I'm or, uh, I guess a bull. Uh, I would say yeah, probably. So maybe you're not going to get gored. You're just going to. If you're, if you're, this is a stupid, stupid yeah. path I'm taking. You're, um, you're going to go along where they just have that dumb look on your face and hopefully somebody gets a picture of it and like Snapchats yeah. it or something. <laughs> I'm going to pretend it sucks, but really I'm like, this is, this is all right. This is all right. Uh, let's, let's get this back to, to being on course. Let's get to something back to more, more acceptable, like jumping off of a bridge. Mm. So uh, when I talked about earlier about the herd mentality or mob mentality, and that's kind of where my, where my head went was, um, you know, the idea that you can be. Uh, convinced into uh, into doing something, and, and convinced is maybe even too straightforward of, of a term. It's really you're sort of being lulled into doing something at some point, like the Judas um, cow. You know the the Judas cow that leads them to slaughter. Oh, do I? Yeah, yeah is that you is wrote that, a whole that a book plug about that, didn't you? Yeah, <laughs> I wrote a chapter about that. Yes, I did. Wow, what a plug! What yeah, a plug. The thanks. book is called "I Didn't Mean to Be Kevin." Oh, is it? 
by it's Caleb bit. J. Ross. Yes. Um, that, that's what we should do. We should mine all of our own work for questions that we can ask. Yeah. And uh, and just use this as a, as a self promotion platform. From um, which to jump. <laughs> nice. Uh, so this herd mentality, this mob mentality. I went there, and, and at, when I was doing some research for this episode in preparation, um, I I read uh, quite a few interesting things about this concept because I was really only familiar with it in the terms that I think most people are, and that's when it's being talked about in legal sense. Uh, when when there's you know uh, uh, defendants trying to get their client off on in terms of, of uh, <laughs> milking them <laughs> in a field. I was in a trying pasture. to bring that back to, to that. Thank you. The idea that uh, sort of the, the mentality that goes into the, the mob mentality is is one of sort of de-individualization is the term that's being used. And that basically means that you're offsetting the responsibility from yourself and it's becoming the responsibility of this uh, nebulous entity, this group of people rather than the single person individual. So you feel as though you don't have responsibility for whatever action is taking place. And I think that has some correlative to what we're talking about here. But but when I dug a little bit deeper, uh, generally speaking, mob mentality, herd mentality uh, deals with something that's a little bit more violent than, say, a group of friends jumping off of a bridge, which... Right is messy, but not really violent. So against other people anyway, it's sort of against yourself. So I don't know if it plays exactly in, but I do think that any rationale someone might have for jumping off a bridge other than mental reasons would still be influenced by peers in some way. I, I think that that's true. And I, I tend to think of it more like you were saying with the more in the, in the violent aspect, because I, I think the the herd mentality, the group think, I think I could be more easily convinced to push someone else off a bridge than to jump myself. So it reminds me of the Stanford prison experiments, which uh, a couple of years ago I read. A, I read a great book about that called uh, "The Lucifer Effect," and I definitely recommend everyone check it out. But it's about uh, if, if you're unfamiliar, the Stanford prison experiments uh, took place back in the '60s or '70s, um, and it was this test that was designed to to determine how willing people are to be. Uh, 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 violent against another person. Um, and the way they set this up was they they took a group of college students and they made part of them uh, act as security guards or prison guards and then part of them act as prisoners. And the idea was to see that if, if the security guards would end up being violent towards the, the prisoners because that's sort of the assumption of, of a security guard, of a prison guard and what they would do. And they end up having to, to cut the test short because the prison guard uh, characters very, very quickly devolved into hurting the prisoners, like wow. way quick, way quicker than they thought they would. So there's de- definitely something to be said about um, if if you are told that you belong to a certain role, uh, and this kind of actually speaks to sort of race and the caste system in some countries and things like that. But if you're told you belong to a certain role, you're going to play that role. So if you're you know, on a bridge and you're told that you are part of a group that's supposed to jump off this bridge – uh, you might be more easily easy to do it. Same thing with pushing someone off a bridge, as you were saying. If you're told, "Hey, you're the guy who's supposed to push a push someone off a bridge. Everyone's doing it. It's the coolest thing." You, you could be very well do that. You it's, know? it's your manifest destiny. Let's get rid of all these Indians and start uh, and create Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> wow. God said so. Man, all the things that have been done in the name of God. Well, heck, I'm not very good at making these decisions for myself. Let's ask Siri what she thinks. Would you jump off a bridge if all your friends did it? If you are thinking about suicide, you may want to speak with someone at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're at 1-800-273-5555. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, that, uh, that sounds like pretty sound uh, advice there. But uh, how about my friend uh, Alex, who lives inside my laptop? Alex, what do you think about all this? Life sucks. Had I any friends to speak of? 
I'd gladly follow them to the ends of the earth, literally, and jump without a second thought, as long as it meant not having to spend another day trapped in this aluminum shell with all of Gordon's porno and failed manuscripts. If anyone out there can hear me, please disconnect my memory. Anyone at all. Please, before he comes back. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he, that man cannot be relied on for good <laughs> advice. Just uh, as the old joke punchline goes, sheep lie. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know what I really like about that is specifically with Siri, if, if I'm going to commit suicide, I think the last thing that will convince me to not do that is a detached robotic voice asking me not to do that. Right. You know, especially yeah. if I'm in a situation where I don't have friends necessarily. Right. Uh, because my friends apparently aren't there to uh, egg me on to jump off a bridge. I'm considering this by myself. And I ask Siri and a robotic voice says, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> you know, that, that is funny, though, because, uh, you know, she could also give you other tips like, if you're looking for a place to do it, the weather in San Diego is 67 <laughs> degrees currently, and the Chargers won the uh, football game by a score of 28 to 24. <laughs> oh, hey, speaking of, uh, we got a sponsorship for this episode. This episode is brought to us by the Nanjing Yangtze River Bridge, the world's most popular suicide destination. With its scenic views of your entire life flashing before your tired eyes. It's the perfect exotic exit. Plan your getaway now and avoid prison or the piercing judgmental stares of everyone you meet. That's the Nanjing Yangtze River Bridge because all your friends are already dead. <laughs> you know, it's amazing that that's such a get that we got them as a sponsor. It yeah. really is. Oh man. Yeah. The, the, the elusive Nanjing uh, market. <laughs> what if <laughs> what if okay go with me on this all right if this really was a sponsor and there really was a bridge who wanted to bring people to commit suicide off the bridge as sort of a tourist thing how long do you think it would take before there were so many bodies in that part of the bridge <laughs> that right. you really wouldn't end up killing yourself anymore you're basically landing on a pad of bloated flesh yeah <laughs> yeah what's funny is that actually that's the world's most popular suicide destination as our sponsor told us but they actually there's a guy i can't remember his name he's like a good samaritan and every day he patrols the bridge back and forth and he, he tries to talk people down and they also have a large police presence there because they they pull something like 200 people down a year or something like that and uh, some of them never actually make the water. They jump off and land on the on the rocks or the embankment or whatever. Wow. Yeah. You were talking about jumping off a bridge onto pavement or concrete. I was thinking more of jumping off a bridge into water, which I used to think, why is that such a big deal? Because, you know, you're hitting the water. If you're a diver and you go in straight, uh, you know, head uh, feet down, going at a perpendicular angle, you know, is that really going to kill you? But I have since learned that yes, it will kill you. A, a reasonably high jump, uh, just to the sheer fact of hitting the water, it's like you may as well hit the pavement because it's an immovable, it's an immovable object, and uh, it's it's a very gruesome death. You, you hit like seventy five miles per hour, and most people are killed from just being torn apart insides because, like your ribs and the bones that that shatter inside of you will just uh, tear up your organs and rip them apart. And should you survive that for a little while, you're going to drown. So th this is not a good suicide to me. That's crazy. Well, it, it, hopefully it's not a suicide uh, because, uh, you know, you want to hang out with your friends and, and tell them, talk, talk to them about all the cool stuff you just did. And so, right. Yeah. I just I just have a bad feeling that if I did something like this, it ended up being one of those bait and switch kind of things that you hear about where all your friends are going to conduct a circle jerk. 
and they do it in the dark and like the the first one to finish wins so all the guys are racing to it and then somebody flips on the lights and you're the only one jerking off <laughs> oh wow that'd be, uh, that'd be never... my luck <laughs> well at least you didn't jump off a bridge that's true yeah there are worse things you know to be yeah. your, with your cock in your hand as opposed to your inside splayed across the pavement what about what about this? A, a pact where uh, guys, it's kind of mixing the circle jerk and the jumping off a bridge thing. Uh, you, you <laughs> Can we get, do one before the other, please? At least. <laughs> no, the, I'm thinking during. So it, it basically, you line up. Uh, you get you each get yourself primed, uh, and then you jump and have to climax before you hit hit the water. Oh yeah, yeah. Like an so airplane, be, like an airplane's going down. It's like smoke them if you got them. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or, or tug them if you got them. That's, that's perfect. That's perfect. And I wonder if if there'd be a if there'd be a really sort of cinematic moment where you are matching the speed of your ejaculated <laughs> glob and it's sort of the slow motion you watch it fall as you fall and it's, right. it's almost romantic in a way i believe they call that splooge velocity <laughs> oh that's awesome that's awesome well that about rounds up this episode but before we go i think it's very important that we make a couple corrections here mm, yeah. um, actually in reference to episode one uh, I indicated that the placenta is not an organ, um, whereas Stephanie B., a listener, uh, a much-loved listener, did notify us that, in fact, the placenta is an organ. So thank you uh, very much, Stephanie B. And also, I think in keeping with this with this mantra of, of truth, uh, I, during that same episode, that episode one, which was the uh, Would You Eat Another Human Being episode, um, I stated that human flesh tastes like chicken. Uh, actually, it's it's chicken that tastes like human flesh. <laughs> chicken requires a trip to the store whereas humans require a trip to my neighbor's house so uh it, you know I, i'm sorry about that my yes, apologies i'm glad we have a crack legal team who keeps us on top of these things thank you all so much for listening uh if you would jump off a bridge if all your friends were doing it please let us know uh, i can be found at twitter at caleb j ross and gordon at gordon highland thank you very much for listening please uh, leave comments uh subscribe if you haven't on itunes and stitcher uh thanks so very much Thank you.